Blog Talk Radio. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Leads me beside the waters of rest. He restores my soul. Though I walk through the valley, thou art with me. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth and Word on Christian Survival Radio. It's the ninth day of January 2019. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. Before we get into the Word of God, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, Lord, we just ask you to anoint your word, what you said you'd always do. Lord, you see the hour, you see the day, you see the need, and we ask you, Lord, to touch minds, hearts, and souls today. Save, deliver, and set free for thy glory. Lord, let let this world, Lord, hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God today. And, and Lord, just do what needs to be done. Lord, we just hide ourselves behind your precious cross. Knowing today, you said, if, if you be lifted up, that all men will be drawn unto you. And we ask all these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen. There's a scripture in Isaiah that asks a question, watchman, what of the night? Watchman, what of the night? What what are the conditions? What's what's going on in the world? Uh, Isaiah chapter 21, verse 11. Start there and read. The burden of Dumas. He called out to me of Seir, watchman, what of the night? And I ask again, watchman. What of the night? The watchman said, The morning cometh, and also the night. If you will require, inquire, inquire ye, return, and come. Now, this is talking about, if we study about the invitation of Edom to leave their idols and come come to God and be and be saved, be spared. And I believe modern day that uh, there are watchmen that God has set on a wall. There are those that uh, declare the word of the Lord, discern the times where we're at spiritually, where we're at in time, so to speak, where we are at prophetically, and be aware of our surroundings spiritually. Uh, the Bible declares that before the coming of the Lord, that there would be peerless times. Paul told Timothy that. We know what, what the Word of God says. I've, I've probably quoted this scripture thousands of times on, on the broadcast that in the last days, there will be peerless times, fierce. Uh, the world will be full of pressure. Not as, uh, The world's always been full of pressure, but the increase of it. The... Uh, the increase in the Christian's life of spiritual warfare, 
Paul said in Ephesians chapter 6, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and wickedness in high places. You know, and, and people say, well, you can emphasize that way too much. I don't think we can. I think we need to know where we're at. And for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And the antidote, the answer for all this, all these situations, all this pressure, of course, is the word of God. But we see the watchman declaring, he said, the morning cometh and also the night. If you will inquire, inquire ye, return and come. While there's still a time, while there's still a, 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 a season, while there's still an opportunity because of the days, the times, for I must redeem the time. The word of God says because the days are evil. All you have to do is look around and see that the days are certainly evil. Those in these last days, the Bible declares, they will call evil good and good evil. Men will not retain God in their knowledge. There's a rejection of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And for this reason, the Bible says God will turn them over to strong delusion. We've been studying in the uh, the book of Revelation and uh, those that take the mark during a period and a time. And it, it determines that those that will not take the mark are those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. In other words, they know Jesus Christ. They discern the enemy. They discern the times, the sons of Ishkakar. He spoke of that many, many times. But it, to the shortness of the hour, five wise virgins of five foolish, those that kept oil, that kept their lamps trimmed. They were expecting the knock on the door at any time for the bridegroom to come and and take them. But there was five foolish who knew the bridegroom was coming, but yet nothing was done to prepare. Prepare, preparation. The people in order to dance, what they do, they prepare for things they call preppers. They prepare for things that are coming. Nothing wrong with that. Say, well, if you can take it overboard, well, you know, they'll have to answer their phone, I guess. But the fact is that, you know, we need to be ready for what is coming. And in the Christian's case, it, it's spiritually, of course, physically also, but spiritually. Where do we stand with Jesus Christ? Do we have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Have we accepted God's only antidote and only way? The only answer for sin, I've said many times, that man's problem is not financial, political. It is, of course, these are forthcoming problems, but what's behind the scene is that man's problem is sin. The world is in the shape that it's in because of sin. There's only one answer for sin, and that's the blood of Jesus Christ. Everything that's needed in a man's life. When I say man, I mean mankind, men, women, boys, and girls, that everything that we need was addressed at the cross of Jesus Christ. That's why the Bible said there are those that are enemies of the cross. They don't 
like the name of Jesus. They don't care if you speak of a generic God, but certainly don't speak the name of Jesus Christ. Because in that name, there's power. Power in the name of Jesus, the song says, to break every chain. Okay. And he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. So the watchman says, well, you got time. Well, there's a, a, a period of time to come. It's time to lay aside every weight, Hebrew says, of sin that so easily, easily beset us. See, sin is very deceitful. We can't be righteous in our own eyes. We must look at the righteousness of Christ, and the righteousness of Christ is revealed in his word. I want to go to Luke also, Luke 21, beginning with verse 34. And the word of God says, take heed to yourselves. Take heed. He, he, he just said that uh, up above in verse 33, that heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. In other words, what I'm, what I'm speaking today, if you have a red letter Bible, you'll see the words that are here in this in this chapter are spoken by Jesus Christ. And he said, "What I'm saying is not going to pass. It's, it's going. Uh, uh, my words shall not pass away. In other words, they will come to pass. What I have said will come to pass." And he gives a stern warning, and he says, "Take heed to yourselves." Take heed to yourselves. Search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. In other words, be on your guard. Know that we're not living in normal days, normal times. He says, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness, and the cares of this life. And so that that day, that day, a specific day, they call it the day of the Lord, come upon you unawares. You have to see that this world is racing towards something. Racing towards the coming of the Lord, racing towards Armageddon, racing towards the final judgment, racing towards restitution and restoration. We're talking in, uh, in the book of Revelation. We read in chapter 5 that the Lamb of God will take this, the, the sealed book, the only one worthy, the title deed to the earth, and start to restore by the outpouring of the seals and the wrath of God and the judgments of God being outpoured upon a people that have rejected him. Where he will make all things new. So he says, take heed, be on your guard, be cautious. Discern the times. So what action do we take? What what do we do? He says, draw nigh unto me, and I'll draw nigh unto you. He says, submit yourself to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. As I said before, we don't. Uh, a lot of people don't want to talk about the spiritual warfare that we are involved in, but you can't deny it because it's in your face every day. And and you know, uh, and I know we we, we you know people say well, you over spiritualize. Well, we you know we we have to take uh, for what it is. Paul specifically said that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against powers and principalities and and uh, our battles a lot of them are they they are spiritual and they affect our physical and um you know we use wisdom on things we do we don't try not to over spiritualize but yeah we can't deny we can't deny what's going on we can't deny that there's a battle, but yet we see in the book of Joel and and uh, Peter, he, he repeated it in the Pentecostal message. In the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh to those that want. Take heed to yourselves. Take heed. Adhere to. He said, lest at any time, your hearts, your hearts, or your minds, the heart, the mind, the feeling, the thoughts, the emotions, the seat of the emotions, that which controls us, basically, controls our moods, controls who we are, uh, drives us in directions. People say, well, follow your heart. I wouldn't do that. The Bible says the heart above all things is deceitful and wicked. Your heart can say one thing and the word of God can say something else. And we can establish righteousness in our own heart, self-righteousness. People going about to establish their own righteousness. That's why we must be shaken to adhere to the word of God. For the word of God in the Christian's life is the final authority. It's the final authority regardless. But in the Christian life, it's the final authority. It's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. So your heart, don't let your heart be weighed down, so to speak. He says, be overcharged. That word overcharged means to be burdened, to be weighed down. The cares of this life. Drunkenness causes what? Hangovers. People are not uh, are not sharp. They, uh, uh, they're their their senses, so to speak, are dulled. The Bible says in Romans thirteen thirteen, let us walk honestly in that in the day, not in rioting or trouble or constant 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 uh, drama in our lives. There's just certain factions that if they're not stirring up something, and something's not stirred up, they're not happy. The Bible says, leave uh, live peaceably with all men, if possible. I know you've got problems, but but we strive to live peaceful with all men. So Romans thirteen thirteen says, let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envy. He says, take heed to yourselves, lest any time your hearts be overcharged, okay, with surfeiting. That word surfeiting means to be drunk. It also can mean gluttony. It means to be totally submitted to the world and the world system with regards to your plans or your future, your goals. If you are planning that you're going to live forever in this life, then you're planning wrong. It's point that a man wants to die and then the judgment. Solomon said it this way, vanity of vanity, all is vanity. And he had a lot. But he said, all that I have, all that I've accomplished, all that I've done is simply empty. 
unless you know God, unless you've accepted Jesus Christ. All these things mean nothing. We come down to the end of the road. You know, you might have riches untold, but if you don't have Jesus Christ, then Jesus said, he told the church at Laodicea, you're blind and you're poor and you're naked. Surfeiting. He said with drunkenness or intoxication. Now, we can extend that word to to being under the influence of craft or witchcraft, which is a spirit of rebellion. The world in itself, you know, when we say intoxicated, you know, that, of course, a lot of people, you know, to, to the bottle, to wine, to drugs, whatever it might be. But the world system in itself, the draw of it, of the world is intoxicating. It, it, it appeals to the eye. Lust of the eye appeals to the lust of the flesh. It appeals to the pride of life. This was happening in the garden when Eve looked upon that forbidden fruit at which God said, don't eat, and the lust of the eye, pride of life and the lust of the flesh, consumed her, and she gave over unto that temptation. This is the pull of the world. And in today's society, the pull of the world is projected through media, through what we see, what we see. People call it eye candy. Okay, this this is where we're at. This is where we're at. He says, "Don't be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and the cares of this life." Now the Bible says, "Occupy until I come." Do we work? Of course. The Bible says, "A man that does not provide for his family is worse than is worse than an infidel." Worse than an infidel. He says, in the cares of this life, so that that day, <clears throat> what day? The day of the Lord. <clears throat> the the window of opportunity that we have today. That to get it right, you know, we need to press with the high mark of the high calling. We need to 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 be aware of our surroundings. We need to press press. The Bible says, if people are not aware of it. See, this is what the watchman did back in Isaiah. He he told the people, he said, listen, it's clear now. You can lay your idols down. You can come unto the Lord and all will be well. Now, now Edom didn't do it. But the opportunity was there. See, the Bible says that men will wax worse and worse. They will deceive and be deceived. Love of many shall grow cold. We've said these words many, many times. That will know the times of what's going on. And it, is this the times that Jesus talked about? Now you can read the first part of Luke, of Luke twenty-one, where we're at right now, and and, and you will see that the times are, are are upon us. He said, "Unless that day come upon you unaware." He said, "Don't worry." The Bible says in Matthew thirteen twenty-two, speaking of the parable of the sower, he says, "He also that received a seed among the thorns, he." Is he that heareth the word and the care of this world and the deceitfuls of riches choke the word and become unfruitful? So the word of God is choked out by what? By the cares of this life. By the deceitfulness of riches. These things choke out the word of God. These are things we need to take inventory about. Are we allowing the Word of God to take root in our life? Is the Word of God the ruler of our life? Does, does it set precedence in our life?
In Mark 4:19 says about the same thing, and the cares of the world, and the deceitful riches, and the lust of other things, entering in, choke the word, and it become unfruitful. First Thessalonians 5, verses 6 and 7, Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But see, morning always comes. Morning always comes, and there's always a price. God's not mocked whatsoever a man sows, so shall he all so reap. First Peter said in chapter 4, verse 7, But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch under prayer. So what? what's the stance? What? What's the position that we need to take? What should be our military term, mode of operation? Or, uh, what, what should we be doing? Well, Peter said simply that we should be sober and watch and pray. That should be our stance. As Christians say, why? Why? Well, first of all, because the Bible says the church is the light of the world. And there needs to spring out of the light of the world hope. <clears throat> to give people a reason to go on, to preach Jesus Christ and preach him crucified. To declare him the head of the church. To declare him king of kings and lord of lords. To point unto his second coming, under the, on the coming of the Lord. To give warning of what he said in his word that if we reject him that there remains no more hope for man that he is the light of the world he is the way the truth and the life so the distractions of this world and that day that defined that kairos time that defined a defined period of time when the end shall come when the consummation the restitution when there's a shake-up, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Are we ready? Unaware, that word means suddenly. The Bible says men will cry, peace, peace, but sudden destruction will come upon them. In Luke twelve forty, be ye therefore ready also for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when you think not. First Thessalonians 5, 3, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh on them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Now's the time to escape. The watchman said, it's clear. Come on. Drop, drop the heaviness. Drop the evil. Drop the idols and, and, come to, and, and come to the Lord while he may be found. Seek, you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened. Ask, you shall receive. This is the hour of grace and mercy being being poured out. But don't let the, the song says, don't let the door of mercy be closed on you. Verse, verse 35, he says, for as a snare shall it come upon the whole, that dwell on the face of the whole earth as a snare. The contempt that many have for the cross. Some it's foolishness. Some it become a point of tripping or stumbling. But it must be preached. Jesus Christ must be declared. 
His finished work must be declared. He must he 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 must be lifted up in our churches today. We must tell the people that he's the only way. That didn't fit into that with today's society, and certainly it's not politically correct, because we live in a society that wants to drag everything in with Jesus and make them equal. But you can't do that. There's no such thing as inclusion. If we don't accept Him, then the Bible says we're not of Him. Let's get it straight today. He is the way. <clears throat> so, like a trap, like a snare, it shall come on all them that dwell. On the face of the whole earth. This is worldwide. This is universal snare. It means a trick, a trap, temptation. It can mean a noose. It's God's plan that will come to fruition, will come to pass. That we need to look what how what has God laid out in his word of, of of the future. We've been in the book of Revelation. We're talking about the things that must come, the future events. And we can notice around and about us that things are not getting better in this world. Now, I, I, you know, I like to say, you know, there are those out there who say, well, we're going to make it better. No. No, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that you're not. I know that angers some. But men and their plans and their schemes and their religions and their, their isms and their systems will not make it better. <laughs> the answer is Jesus Christ. The Bible says all things were created by him and for him. <laughs> He's God incarnate. He's the son of the living God. He's man. He's the mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. He's the only way to be saved. He's the only way to heaven. Now, Men like to create in their minds there's other ways that they can provide their own salvation. That as long as they're good morally, everything's all right. And that, you know, we need to be good morally, of course, but we can be good morally and still die and go to hell. Just, just, just to be blunt about it. If we don't accept Jesus Christ, God help us today. God help us today for a snare, for a trap, deceit come upon all the world. And verse, and verse 36 says, watch. What we talk about, the watchman of the night. Watch ye therefore and pray always. Paul says, pray without ceasing, Paul told Timothy. Listen, but you may be accounted worthy or ready to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. It's appointed unto man wants to die, and then the judgment. We've made it perfectly clear. There's two main judgments, the beam of seed of Christ, the judgment seat of Christ, where our works will be judged, where men will receive their crowns, and the white throne, which you don't want to be at. But all men will stand before Jesus Christ. Every knee shall bow, confess, he is Lord. So he says, watch or be alert. Matthew 26, 41 says, watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Matthew 25, 13 says, watch ye therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. 
In the book of Mark, chapter 14, Jesus was talking to his followers, and he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. Unto death, tarry ye here and watch. Who's he talking to? His disciples. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it be possible that this hour might pass from him. This is Jesus the man now. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me, nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. And he cometh and findeth him sleeping and saith unto Peter, Simon, Simon, sleepest thou? Ask the question, are you sleeping? Could not you watch for one hour, my Lord? Watch ye and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. Oh, my God, how true that is. Paul said, the things I want to do, I don't do. The things, uh, you know, he said, I do, I do, I do the opposite. The things I want to do and I don't do them. The things I don't want to do and I end up doing them. He says the spirit truly is ready, but the flesh is weak. Study that. Pray about that. Amen. Luke twelve thirty seven. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you, he shall he shall grind himself and make him to sit down and meet and will come forth and serve them. Acts twenty thirty one, therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. First Corinthians sixteen thirteen, watch ye stand fast in the faith. Quit ye like men, be strong. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. Without faith it's impossible to please God. Ephesians 6, 18 says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. First Thessalonians 5, 6, therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us be watch. Let us watch and be sober. Peter wrote in 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom, whom he may devour. Be alert the spiritual realm, praying that you might have strength to escape what's coming. As I read before in the book of First Thessalonians 5, verse 3, read this again, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction will come upon them as a travail upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. Hmm. They're not ready. And the bottom line, they haven't accepted Christ. Hebrews 2, 3, powerful scripture. How shall we escape? If we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that hurt him. Romans 2, 3, and thinkest thou this, O man, that judgeth them which do such things and doeth the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God. Talk about judging people that we shouldn't do that. He says, watch you therefore and pray, always, that you be counted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass, or all the things coming on the face of the earth. In that same chapter, verse Luke 21, verse 26, men's hearts fail in him. 
for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. We should let the word of God sober us, shake us back to reality of where we are, where we are at spiritually, prophetically. That we just clocked over into another year, clicked over into another year, 2019, and it's business as usual. Many watch the ball drop. I, I watched it drop, and so many with hope and of uh, hope in this world, occupying that what the Word of God says. But this world is heading towards a cataclysmic event. Coming of the Lord, the tribulation period. Now, people want to hear that. I'm going to repeat myself. Men will not establish what they call a new world order. Well, there might be signs of it, but it will be divinely interrupted according to the Word of God for men going about to establish their own righteousness, to circumvent the ways of God. We see that in Nimrod in the Tower of Babel where men reject the first uh, type of antichrist where men reject God's way and go about to establish their own way so the watchman says come on come on what are the night what are the night what are the night what's what's the conditions what the conditions now are Come unto me, you're heavy laden in labor, and I will give you rest. Cast all your cares upon him, because he cares for you. This is the day and the hour of grace and salvation and outpouring. That time will only be a time. The day of the Lord is fast approaching. And are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? If you don't know Jesus Christ today, you need to know him. Pray for yourself. Get somebody to pray with you. But the Bible says, search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. Make sure everything is right with God. And the Bible says, if you confess with the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, that God Almighty raised him from the dead through the quickening spirit, you believe this in your heart, you call upon his name today, you repent of your sins. The Bible says you'll be born from above. Not simple saying a prayer. It's a, it, it's a heart condition. It, it's it, the song says, "I surrender, I surrender all, all to Jesus, I surrender." Just as you are the old the old songs of the old revivals back in the fall and the spring when I was a child. Just as I am, without come on, just as you are, you can't fix yourself. He can fix you. Come unto Him today. He's the author, the finisher of your faith. By His stripes you're healed. If chastised your peace of mind I've saw billboards you don't see much anymore wise men still seek him wise men still seek him we have seen your star come to worship the Christ child seek him while he may be found the song says don't let the door of mercy be closed on you You know, you can sit in the church for years and still not know Christ. 
You can be religious and still not know Christ. You can have your name on a church book and still not know Christ. You can shake the hand of the preacher and still not know Jesus Christ. Paul said, I might know him. That I might know him. That I might know him. Even in the fellowship of his suffering. That I might know who he is. Job said, I've heard of him. But after he brought me out, now I know him. He says, I know that my Redeemer liveth. The song says, my Deliverer, my Deliverer is coming. My Deliverer is coming soon. The song says, do you know him today? Please don't turn him away. Invite Jesus Christ into your life. Get in a good Bible, believe me, church. Read the Word of God. Because it's been said thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Jesus is coming soon. And the five foolish left to get oil. And while they were going, the bridegroom cometh. And let the cares of this life separate you from Jesus Christ. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, for your power today. We ask you to touch hearts and minds, save souls, heal bodies, and touch minds so they bring deliverance. Your word is going forth, and it will not come back for It's not my words. It's your words. It's what you have spoken in your word. Let us be on a, uh, Lord, a, a height of being alert in these last days. Set us as watchmen. Lord, you said if, if the watchman see the enemy coming and doesn't say anything, then those that perish, the blood, their blood will be on the watchman's hands. But, Lord, let, let's be watchmen today that we've warned. That's not business as usual. But things are changing rapidly, and Jesus Christ is coming back soon. And it's appointed that the man wants to die, and then the judgment. Every living creature... Every living man, woman, boy or girl will stand before him and give an account. Because Jesus, your Lord, and you're the soon coming king. And we lift you up that all men might be drawn unto you. Do what needs to be done today, Lord. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, for Jesus is coming soon.